queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Well, you all know we're recording on Sundays. Hope y'all been enjoying your lovely football weekend. Besides, besides the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys, Cowboys going home. The Cowboys going home. Y'all can suck my dick because the Cowboys going home. <laughs> Needless to say, I cannot wait for first take tomorrow because Stephen A will be back and he will be in full mode i I can't i can't wait for undisputed with shannon sharp because he's gonna fucking rip skip bayless apart i i can't (laughs) wait for that everybody's like well you're an eagles fan you're an eagles fan yeah no shit we were never supposed to be there yeah exactly we we, we were we were legitimately never supposed to be there that is the only rookie head coach to make it to the playoffs this season we couldn't beat a good team and uh hey cowboys maybe y'all should have rested some more of your players instead of putting down a beat down on third string players like y'all did last week against the Eagles. Now I'm not saying boo, because I literally ripped some of your younger fans apart in my stand in the stands. And I have no qualms with saying that they were never alive. VHS was born before they were, um, you know, cause these kids were youngins in my section, but you know, I just love the fact that all Cowboys says we're going to the playoffs. We're going to Super Bowl. We're going to win Super Bowl. And, um, I know you as a uh, Houston Texan are probably like Dallas sucks ass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because it's like I watching today's game. I have issues with the Niners and everything, but it's like, I have bigger issues with the Cowboys. So it's just like, I was so happy. Anybody can beat the Cowboys. Just no, just I don't care who you are. The the funny thing is that this, this is a trend. They can't get past either the first or second round. Since the late 90s. And I was in high school. So was I. And it was after Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith left. Yeah. Again, and this is coming from an Eagles fan, and I know we're not a football, but you know, we are a wide variety of sports people. Exactly. Except for Kayla, because she really doesn't give a shit. Most <laughs> of the time. I really don't, honestly. <laughs> but um they just like I said, coming from an Eagles fan, those were the two best running back, cornerback tandem ever. And I will yeah. always say that, but I hate his uh, broadcasting partner, Joe Fuck. I'm so sick of him. He annoys the ever-loving shit out of me. But, uh, you know, Dallas will always find a way to shit the bed. And that last play was the definition of shitting the bed. You oh, don't really? run down the middle. You run to the sidelines, you dumbass. Oh, but but all cow- Cowboys haters, uh, we're rejoicing right now. And one more football, football-related topic. Uh, down with Bama. Congratulations, Georgia. Oh, that made me so happy, too, because I fucking hate Alabama. Why is your name? Why is the school's nickname the Crimson Tide? What are they a fucking period? Ew, Kayla, what were you gonna say? I'm gonna make it short and sweet to the point. Fuck Georgia. Oh, she's a Clemson fan. I'm I'm just saying I cannot stand Georgia. I was looking for Alabama. It's just something about Georgia fans. They're almost because in Anderson, South Carolina, in the Greenville area. Let me just phrase that. The crowd at Electrolux consists of three groups of teams. Uh-oh. Georgia Bulldogs, Clemson Tigers, 
or South Carolina Gamecocks. Okay. And you think the Dallas Cowboy fans are cocky as hell and all this shit? Come work at Electrolux and get a bunch of Georgia fans together. <laughs> you trust me, you want to burn down the plant with the Georgia Bulldog fans in it and rescue the South Carolina Gamecock fans before you rescue the Georgia Bulldogs fan. I just hey, can't. I- See, I thought as a Clemson fan, you would be going against Alabama because they've given you so much shit over the years, but you've also won titles against them over the years too, so. Yeah, and then again, I kind of root for them because a while back, I kind of put them as my second backup team because my dad gave up on Clemson a long time ago, Uh so he decided um, to start rooting for LSU Tigers, so who's their biggest rivalry? Alabama. So... You know, and they kind of stuck with me. Do do I go up there, root around, and, you know, cheer for them 24-7? No. But anything against Georgia? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Roll time needed a roll. But unfortunately, right. but unfortunately, I figured it out. Um, Georgia won this year. Alabama's going to go back next year and win. So that's how the, that's how the little uh, bracket little thing I've noticed. Actually, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think, actually, think? I, I think Michigan – has a good chance of correcting some of their issues for next year. Michigan might have dropped the ball a little bit this time around, but they have a very strong squad, and that coach knows how to get to Super Bowls. That but, coach, two the, but two of the defensive guys and everything are declared for the draft, so they might have but, to. But their defense is pretty stout but, behind. Yeah, it's I'm, it's their offense that was a little shaky. Right. Okay. I mean, I'm not a big Michigan fan, but I would actually be all right with oh. that. So neither am I. I'm a, I'm a Penn State fan. I'm <laughs> I'm fucking Penn State all the way. I hate so, Ohio. I hate Michigan. I hate Georgia everybody and else. Ohio but State so- are the two teams I will not root for. I don't care who. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, anyways, it's been a very interesting weekend in football. Great to watch. Some have loved it, some have hated. But of course, this is a wrestling podcast, so we do have wrestling to talk about. And unfortunately, one of those things is going to be Ali's request. We also have like a lot of NXT main roster crossovers and uh, who may be coming to the Royal Rumble. But uh, Jester's going to open court first because there's a certain tweet you wanted to talk about. Yeah, so uh, AEW decided to tweet out something about therapy and AEW and how AEW is better than therapy. Mental health is not a fucking joke. Never joke about it. Don't even think about joking about it because right now, in this time, because it is winter time, seasonal depression is a huge factor and suicide rates do go higher in the winter time because it's a little more easy to kill yourself when you are sequestered in a house all alone because there's really not much to do. You can't go outside, can't enjoy nature. So that was very tasteless of them. And yes, they did delete it, but still it was extremely tasteless of them. And uh, I think whoever runs... AEW's Twitter page and any AEW wrestlers Twitter pages and Tony Khan's Twitter page really needs a PR lesson or better Twitter etiquette because y'all fucking suck ass um yeah so that was some bullshit you don't fucking joke about mental health you don't joke about therapy because that's just in poor poor taste amen to that and I will I will leave it at I will leave it at that. All right. So over the past year, of course, we know WWE has released a shitload of wrestlers, and some have um, asked for their release for one reason or another. Well, uh, around eleven thirty this morning, Mustafa Ali, who's been absent for several weeks, um, sent out a Twitter stating the following: "I have a message." That is much bigger than my dreams in pro wrestling. Despite my best efforts, I will not be able to deliver this message while working with WWE. Therefore, I'm requesting my release from WWE. I've been a fan of Mustafa Ali's, and I still say to this day, almost three years later, that one match that we never really gotten at a high level on a major pay-per-view event was Kofi versus Ali because that story was never closed. Um, and there were several times that they could have put a title on this guy or gave him a huge run. Yes, one of them, he got injured, and so that killed the momentum on that, but you could have always put it, picked it up later. 
they've dropped the ball on this guy several times. And, but Kayla, I, Jolie mentioned uh, something like this uh, to the fact that our group text and everything, but his message could be more than just for wrestling. Um, so what was your thoughts and what, what do you think is going on here? Um, I hate the, you know, regardless of what, you know, is going inside of his head, um, like we have stated before, you know, with some of these releases, it's just like, how are they really feeling? Um, but then, I mean, it could be a different outcome. I saw something, let's see if I can pull it back up. I did see something that someone had posted that there, of course, they always say there's always a heated confrontation with Vince McMahon. I don't know why. Um, according to Keisha seats or whatever it has said, argument between Vince McMahon and Mustafa Ali reportedly may have led his release for WWE request. Um, the, despite of what, well, that was actually Fightful or whatever, um, wrestling. Well, anyway, regardless of what it is, rather, um, oh, apparently Vince McMahon directly told him, quote, too polished, too clean, too nice. I don't know if you have it in you. Just fucking retire. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. They were trying to make Ali a heel. And he had all of that, but he kept putting out these other messages. He's a public speaker. He does public speaking. And while it does sad me, and while, yes, I get why you're upset, his message has always been more. He's exactly. always loved this, he's always loved the city of Chicago. Chicago is his home. Right. He's a cop. Yeah. He's always going to be a cop in his heart. And there's a lot of issues with the cops in America. Maybe that's what he's leaving for. Justice reform. Possibly. Un- until, possibly we, yeah. until we know the real reasons, we have to stop the hate. Yeah. You, exactly. have, to, you have to stop saying, well, fuck Vince McMahon. He fucked everything up. No offense, Vince fucks there a lot of shit up, but you know what? He's still he's done a lot of no. He's also done a lot of fucking things right. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. that's very true and everything. And uh, Kayla, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. No, you're good. I'm just saying. I just saw that. But uh, regardless of what the outcome is, um, if you know, because I'll tell you, he's one hell of a wrestler. I kind of wish, you know, he did get his moment. Ali, I'm still kind of mad at you, bud. You just should have just grabbed that damn briefcase instead of just sitting there and stare at the ramp as Brock Lesnar ran down. Um, but, you know, it's just so many opportunities he could have had. I don't even think he held the 24-7 title. Not even one time. I was surprised on that one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, regardless of what he is, I mean, he was one hell of a person in the ring. Um, I kind of wish that, you know, the whole hacker and retribution kind of wouldn't lasted longer than what it did. Right. You know, I think honestly it could have gone somewhere. Again, um, you have to realize that was not his fault because true, of true. what was happening in the world at that time. Right. And yeah, but um, yeah, crazy pandemic. No COVID. black lives but, matter. All the rioting, all the, all the oh. protesting people were bitching and complaining about it left and right. Because they're saying, why are we seeing what's happening out in the real world on WWE TV? Why are we seeing that? We don't want that shit. So when they tried it and it failed because people were just sick of it. And again, you guys want to blame Ali. You want to blame, they want to blame Vince for it. Vince was trying to stay in touch with what was going on. That's the fucked up thing. He was trying to stay in touch with what was going on in the world. And Ali was delivering that message, but then they just dropped the fucking ball because it wasn't getting over. Again, right. it was the Thunderdome. I think it would have been better when it was with real people. Again, yeah. you know, shit happens for a reason. And yeah. while it, it just, there's people are going to make excuses and I will always have counter arguments. I'm sorry, I will. Because that's who I am. It's just opinions, but uh, agreed, agreed, agreed. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, you have your argument and I have my argument. Therefore, it's a counter-argument, not a counter-opinion. It's a counter-argument. Yeah, it's like it's like we're all friends here and everything. It's like we've, we've known each other for, like, almost three years and stuff. And like, three or four years. Three or four years, something like that? Like, three years. Three, three. 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 Yeah, about three years and everything. So it's like, but yeah, we don't, we don't agree all the time. All right, Kayla, go ahead. 
regardless of the crazy world that was out there. But I'm just saying, we can't make everyone happy. But you know, the fact that they tried. Um, I before I finish up, I don't know what his future is. What really happened? Um, what you know, Jolie said you can't really you know blame. Really can't blame anybody because you really don't know what the situation is. Right. Um, but Ali, regardless of what the next step is for you um i'm excited to see what goes next um for you so and hopefully um maybe one day we might get lucky and have an interview with you so i would love that (laughs) i would definitely love that oh no it's like i even put out on twitter like when i saw the news i said i'm sad to read this but respect it ali is extremely talented both in the ring and on the mic i love the way he presents himself and what he stands for can't wait to see for him can't wait to see what's next for him fan for life. And I am, I am, a fa- I am a fan for life. And it's like, if you read over his Twitter and everything, it's like, he's all about family and wrestling, but he's all about um, equality and representation too. So you never know what this message is going to be. All right, Jolie, anything else you had to say? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. I'm just kidding. Go ahead, girl. No, I said it all. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> ba- like basically we, I've tweeted out, you know, wherever he goes, I'm, I'll support him. Like I said, for every other wrestler that I've liked that has left and what their, their reason is. Um, we can't, like I said, you can't, with some of these situations, you can't predict why somebody leaves. Until, sure. they, until they give their information, you can't know. I mean, I, the same situation happened to me with one, one of my favorite actresses from a TV show left. And all we're hearing is about how there's bad shit happening backstage Nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody's saying anything about it. Nobody's stepping up anything about it. But we know it's happening. Yeah. So we, and like we know, you've got Britt Baker saying, "Well, I don't trust. I would never work for WWE. I can't trust them at all with anything." Bitch, if it wasn't for WWE, there would be no Cody fucking Rhodes. Sit your plastic ass the fuck down, you dentist whore. I'm so sick of Britt Baker. That's where I really hope that Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander could beat the fuck out of both of them one like, day. I mean, I don't, I love Adam. Love Adam to death. But his girlfriend, fiance, whatever the fuck she is, needs to learn to shut her fucking mouth. And everybody that is sucking on her jockstrap saying that she's the best fucking women's wrestler God has ever created has never seen women's wrestling, especially in Japan. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And to say that she's better than, all right, I, People get pissed at me better than Charlotte, better than Sasha, better than Bailey when she's healthy, better than Raquel Gonzalez, better than Becky, better than Bianca, better than Alexa Bliss. Sit your bitch ass down. There are almost the entire women's roster on WWE is better than that fucking dentist whore. And yes, I'm calling her a dental whore because I'm so sick of her saying, well, I'm a dentist too. I do multiple things. I need shut the fuck up. You're from (laughs) Schittsburg, you stupid cunt. So you got out of the fucking city. No one gives a shit. Only the AEW fucking ball-sucking faithful. Is this a Pittsburgh, uh, Philly thing? Oh, I just hate Pittsburgh regardless. <laughs> I fucking hate Pittsburgh with an unfiring <coughs> passion that is that burns brighter than the fucking sun. But no, I'm just so sick of everybody saying that she's the best female wrestler. And the only reason why this came up is because I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw her article about her saying not trusting WWE. I'm like, it's just, can, can AEW number one keep them out of their mouths? Blah, 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 blah. And I know WWE, and they, they interviewed somebody. I think, I think they even, somebody talked to Vince saying that, you know, they're not about the blood and gore anymore. And they thought that that match with Thunder Rosa and Britt, you know, would have been good too without much, the yeah. blood. Yeah. And it is. Like, there is a niche for death matches. I get it. Yeah. People like the blood. People like the guts. People like the gore. I've grown out of that face. I literally have. I've never really. I mean, I like first blood matches. Those were cool back in the day. But then my mind goes to people like Redacted who decide to do stupid things and hurt people. I think about every football player that has had head injuries any any wrestlers that have had injuries and have had to have their career shortened because of blows to the head with chairs and thumbtacks and all that stupid shit. I bet that match would have been fantastic without being an unsanctioned bloody match. Sometimes blood is too much. Yeah. 
I apologize about my rant, but I do not apologize for calling Britt Baker a cunt. And yes, if she was in front of me, I would look her square in her fucking face and call her a cunt. I have no fear with calling somebody a cunt to their face. Cunt oh, is my favorite swear word. Obviously, we've, we've known you long enough. It's like you really have no filter. Oh, no, I do. I have to have a filter at work. Well, of course. <laughs> Everyone has to have a filter at work. Okay, so funny story. Um, Delaware has now a mask mandate back in place. This guy comes in, comes, well, I can't wear one because I have a medical condition. Usa. Usa. (laughs) We get that. We said, we have your pit for use, gentlemen. Our pits are all named um, sand pit, gravel pit, fire pit. A Patriot, Pitto, Pitcher Perfect. We decided to put these two jackasses into cockpit because what better place for a bunch of dicks? <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Wear a fucking mask, you fucking troglodytes. <sighs> okay. Regardless, in the end, we're a fan of Mustafa Ali's. We wish nothing but the best for him. Like Kayla said, hopefully we can get you on down the road and everything. And if he does have one more match in WWE before his release, please let it be against Kofi in, in the story. Or, you know, if he wants to come back and Kofi's still wrestling. I, I think right now Kofi might be focusing on ways of staying in the Royal Rumble since he's down a compadre. Yeah. Uh, Xavier, get better soon. Sasha, get better soon. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh. Thank, thank you for reminding me and everything. We definitely want to send our condolences to Sasha. I've lost a parent. It does hurt. And it's like, it's something that, I mean, it's like, I, she's, I know exactly what she's going through and everything. It's like, the, over time, it does, you are able to heal a little bit better. And it move along with life and everything but it will always be there so condolences to her family and also condolences to alexa because i she just lost her grandmother i believe sorry Jolie, go ahead oh no okay um okay next let's try to get my train of thought back together because it's like i i wanted to mention that at first but i totally but i totally forgot okay Royal Rumble, couple weeks. So we already have like an um, a quote unquote forbidden door entrant into the women's Royal Rumble with Mickey James coming back with the Impact Knockouts Championship. By the way, now <clears throat> excuse me, I did see a tweet saying that WWE is possibly working on a entrant for the male Royal uh, Men's Royal Rumble match. So Jolie, off the top of your head. If they could open the, the forbidden door for someone to come in for the Royal Rumble, who would you want? Well, I'm going to pick two people, one from AEW, actually, and one from Impact. Impact is easy. I want Moose. Um, I Good think, one. you know, he's already called out um, Roman. Actually, no, I have two. Well, one's technically ROH New Japan, so I have that one, too. Um, that would be uh, Tonga, Toma Tonga who's I think also somehow related to Roman Reigns in some distant cousin. I think they're related. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. But I love, and then that's the whole bullet club thing. Him seeing him, AJ and Finn in the ring together would be kind of fucking boss. <laughs> um, but from AEW, I would kind of like to see uh, Brian Cage because they're Ooh. not using him. No. He's actually been very underutilized and I feel, you know, that they've just you know completely dropped the ball with some of these guys i mean hell where the fuck's miro been injured what did did lana finally break his penis <laughs> i don't know exactly what the injury is but i think i did see something where that he has been out because uh, of an injury oh well get better soon miro um but you know brian has done a lot of great work with uh our boys down in ccw and always helping out with a 
them down there because I follow their Insta page and Twitter feeds. So mm-hmm. that would be my pick. But if they could pick somebody from the women's side, um, I mean, I know Deanna Perazu said no, but uh, that I would definitely like to see Jordan and Grace. Okay. I think she'd be kind of a sneaky person to sneak in there for the women's side. Oh, yeah. But I like this forbidden door. I really do. I th- I like the fact that they're being open and honest about it. And, you know, and if she gets to come out with her own music, I am completely stoked for that. Jordan, uh, Jordan no, no, or no, Mickey? sorry, Mickey, Mickey. Okay. The, the music she has now? Yeah, on Impact. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that 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 that'd be great. I mean, it's like if you're doing the whole forbidden door thing, it's like shit. Get that for a night at least. Yeah, definitely for sure. All right, sweet. All right, Kayla. Um, obviously from Impact, um, definitely would like to see uh, Moose up in there. Um, and then I wouldn't actually kind of mind seeing. Um, I don't know if Jolie says something about um. Tonga Styles and um, Finn in the ring. How about you just add Gallows and Anderson up in there? Um, definitely put. Hey, I don't want bring- those bitches back. <laughs> she has no. But no, um- them with a fucking spork boiled in lava. Oh Lord! But no. Um, for the uh, Forbidden Door, they want to. If let's just say somehow, um, rumors going around that if anybody was supposed to come and beat like. Someone said Mox would return, but I don't see that happening. But if they had to do the Forbidden Door and they brought AEW involved, just because of the way he can play mind games, killer moves with hands in his pocket, I would really just like, just for the heck of it, bring Orange Cassidy in and run circles around some of those people. And (laughs) nobody would know, nobody would see it coming. And you'd just be like, just standing there, just like, who is this fool? You know? You know, I just I, if that if I had to choose and they got A and W involved, I would like to bring him in for the Royal Rumble. I don't care if he, you know, got eliminated or you know something, but just yeah. keep him in there long enough so he could run circles around them with his hands in his pocket. And because when first time I saw him wrestle when he went up against um Pac, Pac was just standing there going, the little gremlin. Yeah, like. <laughs> who are you? How are you doing this? You know? And it's just, so I would definitely like to see that because, but like I said, we may not see that, but mm-hmm. I just think that would just be cool because, you know, just at the fact he may coast, I ain't going to win this thing, you know, just go in there and, you know, give him run for this money because I'm telling you, orange, orange Cassidy, if he does some of this stuff that he does, a lot of people would just probably just eliminate themselves just to get out of the ring from him. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> like, who is that? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but, there's not some of the superstars in WWE are not so bright. So yeah, they could probably do that kind of shit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh man, y'all mentioned some good ones too, and everything. Another one from Impact that would probably work out, um, especially when you deal with something like somebody like Chad Gable and Dolph Ziggler and everything. Um, what's his name for me? Uh, Josh Alexander. Oh yeah, yeah. He he'd be a good one too. Brian, yeah, Brian Cage from AEW is like, yeah, he's not doing anything. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know who he's exactly assigned to and everything, but the way he left and everything, I don't know. I don't think Jonah would be up to it, even though it'd be it'd be a good one one time thing. But it's like, yeah, I mean, I hope this, like, Forbidden Door thing, I do hope, like, we do see it more often and everything, not all the time, but just, like, do see it more often, so at least gives WWE a little bit of a fresher look and stuff, and just show, just to show people that they are, like, getting with the times and stuff like that. But we'll have to see what comes out with it. Oh, by the way, I gotta, I gotta bring this up real quick. Um, did either one of y'all watch NXT on Tuesday? I catch up with it on social media. Okay. <laughs> I have to I have to say this. After seeing that uh six woman tag, I'm a Wendy Chu fan. I'm a part of the Chu crew. It's like I I love this new character. 
that uh, Karen is doing and everything. Wendy Chu, it's like coming out there with the pillow sleeping. And then of course it's like when she's in the ring in the, in the, in her pajamas, in the onesie and everything, she's still like kicking ass and everything. And it's like so cute and everything too. And so like somebody, when WWE tweeted out about it, they said true crew. And I was like, well, that's it. I'm part of the true crew. <laughs> y'all got it. If y'all haven't had a chance to see it yet and everything, definitely go look it up on YouTube. It is hilarious. And it is awesome. Oh man, Jolie's like looking at me like, "What? You've lost your mind." Pretty much. <laughs> I have to have something to smile about. Come on. Um, and then of course after Monday, that kick-ass main event between Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, Becky's got a new number one contender. Her fellow, her 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 fellow Kelt with Dewdrop and everything. Jolie, that match is going to like slap all over the place at the Royal Rumble. I can't wait to actually watch it since I won't be able to watch it live. But yeah, can't wait. I, I, I've liked Piper, Nevin, Dewdrop, whatever you want to call her. She's a badass character. Um, and I'm kind of interesting to see what they do with the whole Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan storyline because, you know, Bianca is starting to act a little bit more heelish. So. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, definitely. Kayla, how do you feel about that matchup? Um, I think it's going to be one, it'll be one heck of a match um, between them two. Um, Becky's going to have to have all, all ears, eyes open because she's not going to try to get no, um, she's going to try to get the upper hand up on her. Right. Um, so, but I've noticed about her, um, about Dewdrop, Piper Nevin, whatever you want to call her, she um, has shown that she don't take no crap. She's, you know, into the ring. She's doing what she wants to do. Um, so regardless of the outcome of the match, um, Becky's going to have to work for it regardless of what happens. So, um I don't know if I'll watch it live, depending on if they cancel work that day or we got to work. So, um, but either way, I'm kind of excited for that match. So, so hopefully, I don't know, we might, the drop might come out on top. But again, I don't see her being on top. So, I don't know. It just don't make no sense. You really don't know what to predict, really. Right. No, definitely. I mean, it's definitely going to be a good one to watch. I don't know if I'm going to watch it live myself and everything because, uh, Mission Pro does have a show that night here in Conroe, so uh, so it's like uh, I'll have to see if I watch it live myself too, so <laughs> okay, speaking of Becky uh, oh my god, we gotta talk about that pro- we gotta talk about that face-off at the end of Smackdown on Friday that was beyond hilarious <laughs> From uh, from Seth saying that he made Roman, he could destroy Roman, to Roman saying he's got like a god complex going on right now, to saying that he prefers Seth over his uh, Seth's wife over him. In the, as far as like me inventing, it's just like what for the ages. <laughs> oh my god! What do you think about all that, Caleb? That was crazy because it was just like. You know, they were going back and forth. Um, first of all, I do want to bring up um, last week when they had Seth knock on the door that it did the shield beat. And the look on his face was just like, wait, what? Come on. No, um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the fact that, you know, he says, if I chose anybody out of your household, I'd pick your wife. And it was just like, <laughs> and it's just, Seth's like, I don't know. He's probably... And the funny thing about that, when he said that, Seth kind of had that look like, yeah, she's pretty badass, you know, you know, <laughs> and that's what made it even funnier because he kind of had that look like, yeah, I'll probably pick my wife too. My wife probably could beat your ass, which she probably could. Right. Um, but then it, I, I don't know. That was probably, yeah, it might've been short and sweet to the point, but 
and you know just the fact we getting that we're getting them again I don't know what it is about Roman and stuff that's the kind of match like eh, he's kind of annoying annoying me right now but I like Roman you know Seth and his crazy wardrobe you know kind of make you know drive you a little crazy but I like Seth it's this kind of match is like I'm happy either way however it comes out um which speaking of Mr. Roman congratulations for becoming the official longest reigning WWE Universal Champion. Yes, I'm acknowledging you. This speed lasts for all two seconds. Um, but yeah, it's just I'm excited for this match. Um, who's gonna come out on top? I don't know at this point. So I don't know either. I really don't know, but. I guess you'll find out who are really our predictions are when it comes to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Man, speaking of his outfits and everything, that what Seth had on on Friday with the whole Michael Jackson look—that was about the most normal outfit he's had on so far. It's like mm-hmm. it wasn't too far out there, but yeah, it did give me a Michael Jackson vibe for sure. Oh man. Oh, and then let me see. Friday night. It was good to see Lita back on the show. Yes. Yeah, and then of course it's like I knew Charlotte was going to interrupt. And then of course it's like I know we I know we talked about her like declaring for the Royal Rumble before. It's like she's trying to pull Brock and everything. But actually it's like a little something different with her. She said I want to choose my own opponent for WrestleMania. I don't want to have it's like I don't want to have it be chosen for me. All right. So it's like it's a little so it's like it's a little bit of a different spin on her than it was on Brock. He just wanted to come in and be a bully and just take over the whole fucking thing. Which didn't last very long until he got low blowed by Ricochet and then Clay Mordell that ring by Drew McIntyre, which yeah. to this day is still one of the greatest Claymores ever. Absolutely. I remember the whole fucking Minimade Park with Elastic. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Oh man. <sighs> what I miss. Okay. You did bring this up on text uh, on the text group text and everything. Seth and Roman from Friday night. Oh god, that was probably one of the best things. I mean, of course they're all people are saying you did Roman say a certain word, and I'm not sure if he did or not, but um I'm not even gonna yeah. touch that. Um and I don't think we should touch that either. We're just gonna no. leave. um if he did, okay. that's a bad flag. If he didn't okay we're just gonna let it go and if i sound funny i'm having a bloody nose cut me some slack um (laughs) uh but um no him him saying that uh becky is more popular and a better wrestler than seth kind of (laughs) kicks seth in the balls i enjoyed every (laughs) second of that and um yeah that was probably one of the best uh promos roman has had and can I also say that Brock calling, uh, doing the knock-knock joke on Raw was also funny as hell as well. This Brock. I absolutely love this this version of Brock and everything. It's like, it's like he has a personality talking more on his own. Uh, it's like not every, word's a, not every word's a curse word. So he has to get bleeped out and everything. So it's just like, I absolutely love this Brock. Oh, no, yeah. definitely. Same, same. <laughs> No, and then we also brought up, like, it was good seeing Charlotte on, uh, I'm sorry, it was good seeing Lita on uh, SmackDown and everything, and then, of course, I knew Charlotte was going to interrupt and stuff, and then I was telling Kayla, it's like, I know we talked about Charlotte declaring before, but it's like, from the way that Charlotte's talking about it and everything, it's go- she's going about it a whole different method than Brock, what he did, because it's like, she's saying, like, she wants to choose her own opponent for WrestleMania, she doesn't want to have it chosen for her. I kind of like that idea, to be perfectly honest. Um... I think the person that eliminates Charlotte is the person that's going to be her opponent. And if that happens to be Lita, fine. If that happens to be Rhea Ripley, I wouldn't mind seeing Ripley go after her, move her over to SmackDown. Um, Bailey. Bailey. No, because I kind of want Bailey to face Lita at Rumble, at uh, Rant Mania. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, no, I definitely, uh, I, I was, somebody said something, you know, about a farewell tour because Lita never really got one because of her injuries yeah. and, um, her coming back for the first women's Royal rumble, that pop was fucking amazing. Um, I remember I flipped out when her music hit, I was ecstatic. Um, like, you know, I felt like a kid again watching her on TV and I loved her new Titan Tron. I loved everything about it. And to the dumbass whore Uh-oh. that was complaining about Lita using the twist of fate and her coming back now because Jeff Hardy's gone. Number one, her and Jeff, I think, have no more issues. Her and Matt have zero issues. I think they've been all cordial and friendly towards each other. Two, her using the twist of fate has always been a setup move for her lead assault. Take a seat, you dumbass whore. Stop talking about shit that you have no idea what you're talking about. I get it. You like Matt. You like Jeff. But they've all buried that shit in the past. It's gone. It's over. It's done with. End of story. Speaking of hate and everything, I don't know why anybody would hate this and everything, but apparently um, uh, the the announcement of pictures like came out like yesterday or Friday and everything that uh, 2K22 is going to have Rey Mysterio on the cover and some people are got a problem with it. Listen to me, you idiotic, racist jackasses. You keep the names Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, and Selena out of your fucking mouth. Those are three Latinos that are constantly protected. You cannot touch them. You cannot hate on them. And when we find out that you hate on them, whether we are Latino or not, because I'm not, but I will always constantly defend the likes of Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, and Selena. And if you don't know who Selena is, listen to music. Because there's going to be a line outside the prison in 2025 to bitch slap a hoe that killed her. That's if she gets released. That's if she gets released. But that line is, you know, people are saying they're going to start camping out. I just heard that on somebody's like, I already got my tent. I got my sleeping bag. I'm like, this, these motherfuckers. Props, you know. I, I will bring y'all <laughs> space heaters. I'll bring you blankets. I, I just want to record this bitch getting smacked. Yeah. Like, you know, people bitching about Rey Mysterio. Somebody who has changed the course of wrestling in his era from being a quote-unquote cruiserweight to holding the world weight heavy like the title the huge fast fucking title that was only meant for big men big Big men daddy goldie (laughs) but i mean like you know people are like well you know he he's too small to hold the title he he did he did he made you believe that you could do anything you want. He made you believe that you could, doesn't matter how big, how small, you can follow your dreams. The best thing about Rey Mysterio is that he loves his fans. He will always love his fans. He's basically, when I think of the two best outside of the ring people when it comes to the fan base the first one is always becky lynch yeah hands down number one becky lynch because she knows how to say kfab real person ray is the same way ray has will will sign anything outside of venues when he can uh he'll talk to fans when he can take pictures i have a picture somewhere i think it's gone now i think we lost it Fuck. um well, no i had a picture of him without the mask on um, oh, okay which was kind of cool but i didn't have anything to sign with and all i had was my ticket stub and outside of university of delaware where they did a house show i got his autograph i treasure that autograph to this day because it was one of the coolest experiences and how just to lay back duty is so um i will honestly always respect and love him for that um, and one other thing I want to bring up meeting people. CM Punk talked about people stalking fans. You know, no, I want to call them eBay whores. 
stalking wrestlers at airports. Now, while I agree, if somebody comes up with 30 items, that's a douchebag. They're stalking you 100%. But if somebody gets a text from somebody that's on the flight that they're supposed to pick up and they have one item, I, I don't see that stalking. It's it's a give or take situation, you know, because I, I I do see both both things, where it can be considered stalking, you know, you know, being that jackass that hounds them at the airports, and okay, yeah, I get it. We're in the middle of the pandemic. You shouldn't be hounding anybody at the airport. But on the mm-hmm. flip side of that, you have to wear a mask in most major airports. So, yeah, I mean, unless you're in Florida. Those fucking crazy idiots. Yeah. But so don't stalk somebody. But like on the flip side, if a little kid not in the bathroom, like they did the picture of Randy Orton. (laughs) If it's like outside and, you know, you just and they don't seem like dicks. Just be nice to these guys because eventually they're going to bitch about you on Twitter. Um. But I mean, don't go stalking them. That's just playing under bullshit. Like, you know, if I saw one of my favorite wrestlers at the mall, that's fair game. I'm sorry. If I see them walking the mall and I know who it is, and I'm the only person that knows who it is, I'm probably going to sneak a pick and that's it. But like, you know, <laughs> I don't stalk people like that. I yeah. think that's complete utter bullshit. I mean, I know people that'll go to their hotels stay in the hotels that they're staying in just for, you know, a chance meeting. Well, if you got the money for that, then, you know, bully on you, but still, because <laughs> some of those hotels ain't cheap nah. that they stay in. But I mean, don't be dicks to, to these guys. They, they work long hours. If, and there are some nice ones that'll stick around and, you know, sign an autograph or take a photo here or there, but don't fuck it. You just, just use common sense. Stop being eBay horse. Stop screwing it up for others. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, somebody said it, like, brought it up because, you know, if I'm on a flight with somebody and I know they're a famous wrestler and my kid's with me and it's going to be the only chance they're ever going to meet, I'm going to take that shot. And I don't blame that father. I don't blame that mother for trying to do that. Because, you know, and then some, because you never know when you're going to get a chance to meet the wrestlers because it costs a lot of money to sometimes meet these guys. And sometimes it's not even fair. Like, the amount of money you have to spend to meet them. Uh, shit. I'm going to be putting out a lot of money in April to, to meet some of my favorite celebrities. But again, I'm never going to see some of these people in real life again. So it's like, you know, I kind of want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I started, I just started looking up uh, stuff for uh WrestleCon the other day. So. Yeah. WrestleCon, like I really wanted to do that. Um, when it was in New York, but it was actually in New York City, not in Brooklyn. Oh. And so where everything was being taken place for the access, that was all over in Brooklyn. And let me tell you something. If you ever get a Lyft or Uber in New York City and you're coming from Newark or anywhere else, Bring a change of pants and underwear or wear a diaper because these fuckers will swerve in and out of traffic that'll make you shit yourself. I swear to God, I thought we were going to hit five pedestrians, three cop cars, a hot dog trolley, and a horse and buggy. And that was just within two blocks. Damn. These fuckers go in and out of traffic like it's nobody's fucking business. And like, that's why, (laughs) don't get me wrong, I love going to New York. I miss New York City. I fucking miss it. If I get to go to another con this year, I hope it's the one in New York. I'm kind of saving up to do to Atlanta, but we'll have to see what comes with that. I want to go back to New York because I love New York. It's a nice place to visit, not to stay. Because like (laughs) I was, because I just, there's something about New York. Just like there's something about Philly and there's probably, and there's something definitely about Atlanta. Like there's just, 
something about those three cities that I absolutely 100% love. Like I got to get back to Atlanta, 100% got to get back to Atlanta. Like I've never just felt at peace in certain places, but like when I was in Atlanta, I was in fucking heaven. When I was in New York, I was in heaven. Well, Philly, okay, most of the times, yes, but sometimes no. But still, like, there's certain places that you, like, absolutely love. And so, yeah, I, I, I miss, I can't wait for this COVID bullshit to be over, man. Kayla, you've been to Atlanta a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm the only one who hasn't gone to Atlanta. <laughs> Hell, I know the State Farm Arena like the back of my hand. <laughs> Thanks to that AEW event. Ugh. Right. Oh my gosh. But if you do ever get to go to Atlanta, you need to visit two places. Well, technically uh, three, if you want to go to the other place. First is Olympic Park. And you definitely have find, you have to find Kurt Angle's name. That's yeah. number one. Okay. You have to go to the aquarium. That aquarium is amazing. I'm not much of an aquarium person though. They have whale sharks. All right, right. It's it's an amazing aquarium. They've got sea otters that you can hold. There, you can hold your fingers. <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess what the last one is. Let's see if I'm right. Oh, at least one of them. Coca Cola Museum. Yes. Okay. Because you, get one... to, you get to try every fucking flavor of Coke ever made in any country. Ooh. Yeah, it's called a uh, Taste of the World, and you go around, and it has like these like. It's it's like like your um like your soda machine like if you're at a restaurant and you get to get your refills or whatever yeah and you go in there and it's like it says Argentina and you can try it it's like different flavors different types of soda all over now there was one they said doing the tour they said oh try such and such I cannot think what it was from was it from Japan somebody said that one was really bad there was one I think it might be but whatever it was it didn't actually say Japan but I says, try this one. It's real good. And we got there and it tasted like literally drinking like straight out club soda. It was like nasty. Ooh, I hate that. I got different flavors. I mean, there was one that was like a strawberry flavor. I kept going back for it. <laughs> it was real good. That would actually be really cool because it's like, um, I think I've told you all the stories this and everything, but it's like my mom used to uh, collect Coca-Cola stuff all the time. My, one of my nieces took it over and um, one of the tattoos I got after my mom passed and everything, I actually have Coca-Cola on my leg. And so it's just like one of those things that's just kind of with me for life. And so that would actually be pretty badass. Well, come to Atlanta and I'll take you to the uh, Coca-Cola Museum there, Kat. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. I did have one. I did have more, one more wrestling topic to talk about because we've been like bullshitting and everything, which sometimes we do, but sometimes it's sometimes it's great and everything. So it's like. And so plus like, right now it's in a lull when it comes to until we get closer to rumble. Like next week, we're going to have a fucking jam packed show of like shit to talk about. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. So Kayla. This past week on NXT, uh, AJ Styles came over. He's, you know, he's been beefing with Grayson Waller for the last few weeks and stuff like that. So he had a main event with Grayson. And then um, over the last couple of days, uh, Carmelo, Ant- uh, Carmelo Anthony, Carmelo Hayes <laughs> and Kofi Kingston have been kind of going back and forth um, because Carmelo said, hey, Kofi, you should come to you should come to NXT. And he was and Kofi was like, going, it's rumble season. You come to SmackDown. He's like, okay, okay. So, so this brought me up a very interesting idea. What kind of crossover matches would you like to see? Well, obviously, Carmelo Hayes and Kofi Kingston would be one heck of a match. Um, I would definitely love to see um, MSK versus Usos. Um, that'd be one hell of a match. We want to talk about crossovers. Um, okay. What's his name? Uh, Bron 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 Breaker go up against maybe you know Roman Reigns. I think be quite interesting. Seeing how how well can Mister Reigns handle handle that guy in the ring? Um, uh-huh. well, I can't really say. 
won't put Mandy up there because technically, if you think about it logically, both of the female champions is already going up against Mandy at some point in their in their careers. So that really wouldn't be too much of a crazy match. Um, Raquel and Charlotte would. Yeah. Ooh, I would love that one. Um, and do another crossover. Um, loved her in NXT. Loved her currently in NXT. Um, wouldn't mind seeing uh, Dakota Kai and Liv Morgan run around the ring together. Um, I mean, there's. Let's see. Trying to finish her think. Uh, which just has nothing to do with crossover. Real quick. Um, I saw something earlier. Zelina Vega had posted something on TikTok that she's a little it was said someone had posted it says the look you make when you realize that the Bella twins are showing up for your tag team titles or something like that yeah if if Nikki's <laughs> if Nikki's cleared I think we're gonna get that at Mania already called that <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah as far as the crossovers man I can't think of anything at the moment so Okay. Um, slide over to Jester, but obviously MSK, Usos, Braun, and um, Braun, Braun, Breaker, whatever, and Roman Reigns, you know, Raquel and Charlotte, hell, even Raquel and Becky, you know, Dakota and Liv, so, um, oh, and speaking of tag teams, um, congratulations to Alpha Academy, Otis and um, Chad Gable. For becoming all tag team champions. I was so shocked about uh well, I mean I shocked they won and everything, but then I shot I was shocked at Chad Gable's tweet the next day and everything, and I didn't know that they had been friends for so long. I hadn't known I didn't even know that they had won because I hadn't even watched Raw that night. Oh <laughs> and I saw that tweet and I was like, wait, what? And I clicked on Twitter, and it says, and your new Raw Tag Team Champions, Otis and Gable. And I was like, oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so it's like the fact that they've been best friends for so long and everything made it a little bit sweeter and makes their partnership make even more sense. So Exactly. Um, so it's like, I'm good with that. <sighs> All right, Jolie, what you got? All right, so I've got Cora Jade teaming up with Naomi to take on Mandy Rose and Sony Deville. I have Charlotte taking on Raquel. I have Zelina Vega versus Dakota Kai. I have Wendy Chu versus Natty. I have Braun Breaker versus Roman. I have Braun Breaker versus Seth. I have Braun Breaker versus Big E. I have Braun Breaker versus Brock. I have Carmelo Hayes versus uh, Kofi Kingston. Carmelo versus Seth. Carmelo versus AJ. Carmelo versus Finn. Anybody else? (laughs) <laughs> let's see msk versus every tag team that we have i have msk versus um alpha academy rk bro the usos the new day when they're healthy viking raiders i have Braun baker Braun breaker versus brock i already said brock i, I walter uh, sorry walter versus brock i would love that Ooh. i want walter versus big e walter versus finn walter versus Roman, I want Ilya Dragunov, even though he's NXT UK, versus Carmelo Hayes, even though it's UK, but still, I would like that combination. Okay. I would like, um, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Kaylee Ray versus Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair? Yes, I was going. (laughs) You have Kaylee Ray. You've got, there's, it's just, there's so many crossovers I like to see. Um, Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, I know we already had this and everything, but who knows? Maybe one day down the line, Ilya and Finn might run, might want to run it back one more time. I would definitely love that. Um, actually, I would honestly love for Mustache Mountain to come over and wreak some havoc. I would love some of the NXT UK guys to come over and have some fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, uh, it's just been a wild, wild week, I think. 
It has. It's been crazy this week. Oh, Jolie, any final thoughts? Uh, hmm. Britt Breaker, shut your mouth. Um, Sammy Guevara, you're not going to hold that intern championship. I don't even know why the fuck they did that. I don't um, know either. Um, and Cowboys suck. <laughs> and uh, I am now a part of the Bills Mafia. Um, I'm rooting for the Bills to actually go all the way. But I wouldn't be angry if the Bengals somehow squirted in there because they actually do deserve a championship to be perfectly honest. Like they've just been Ohio's like stepchild from hell. Yeah. And they're finally so, getting some love. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, so I'm in, I've actually just, I've been one of the most laid back Eagles fans today. Everybody else is pissed off at the world. I'm like, we got exposed. We know what the exposures, I think now we know what, hopefully they know what they have to fix. Um, I hope Becky has a great promo tomorrow or, well, it'll be yesterday when this is recorded or posted. So I hope, you know, the setup for the match is pretty good. I think it will be, but I'm kind of interested if they're going to do, um, that, uh, well, we're going to put you guys together in a tag team, which I would honestly love because I'd like to see Becky and Dewdrop team up against Liv and Bianca just saying, because then that will also help to break, uh, to make, uh, more of a animosity between Liv and Bianca. Also, I'm wondering if we are heading into the RKO. No, bro is down uh, era. Um, if that's actually going to split apart and we're going to get that match at WrestleMania. And also, Miz, I know you and Maurice are the it couple, but y'all cannot beat a gritty couple. And Seth, do not... I repeat, do not come for gritty. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Because there's one thing you need to know. Gritty will kill you. Hide your body and no one would know who did it. Oh, shit. Gritty has no fucks left to give. Oh man, I remember that part on I remember hearing that part when he said that on Friday and I was like, oh shit, Jolie's gonna have a cow. <laughs> oh, I wasn't the only one. A lot of people were fucking trolling Seth with Gritty. It was great. I loved like all the comments like, what the fuck's a Gritty? I'm like, oh motherfucker. You stupid oh, okay. They don't come for you, bro. They don't come for you. You should have just kept your mouth shut. Exactly. You don't, come, you don't come for <laughs> you don't come for beloved stuffies or, or mascots not stuffies yeah exactly love mascots now if he came from the fanatic oh boy we would have been fighting i would have literally got i would have got my car got up there found seth beat the shit out of him and walked away because you do not come for the fanatic the fanatic <laughs> is protected we just got him back we got the the phillies just got the original incarnation of the fanatic back so we're actually kind of happy as a fan base oh cool yeah, it's like I'm very protective of my mascots as well. It's like you come from Toro, you come from Clutch, you come from or- for Orbit and everything. We gotta have some words. Anyways, okay, Kayla, final thoughts. Um, other than Cat, are you ready to beat the Jester next weekend? Yeah, that one point bullshit. Hell no. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. And just just for whatever shits and giggles, I'm actually not going to give a shit next week. So <laughs> I'll probably lose on purpose. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Our guest will love. Our guest will love that. We'll see. Because this time around, it's a little bit more. I have some easy ones in there. Obviously, make you think. And then there's one round in there that'll be mentioned. That's just gonna. How well do you know your theme songs without its music? But you know what? I, I'm thinking something, Kayla. She could be doing a little bit of psychological warfare. No, no, actually, because it's I'm like not, I'm not. 
I swear on my mom's grave that I'm not doing psychological warfare. And when I say I swear on my mom's grave, you know I'm being serious because this mom's the mom that got me into wrestling. I had th- th- these challenges. I'm just gonna come in, relaxed, and roll, and roll with it. If I lose, I lose. I won't. I never really gave a shit. I just kept beating everybody because I've had such a long fucking lifetime in wrestling. Again, that's probably why I've kind of like, you know, reached my burnt out stage at the moment, but I'm still going to talk about it because I still love the essence of what pro wrestling is, what sports entertainment is. Yeah. And so. Okay. And And a lot of these questions are just freaking random ones out of the nowhere. Oh, like the ones I had last week? No, out of the nowhere, basically. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the exact, like, for example, who's the 76, I don't think we have, seven, I don't think we've had 70, I don't think we have, who's the 76 United States um, champion? Oh, come on! <laughs> you got to do, pre- like, something with, like, the president's shit on us, it's like, oh my god, all right, anything else? Any other final thoughts? Nope. <laughs> All right, so if you hadn't picked that up, next week we got another Beat the Gesture Challenge, and we're also going to have some Rumble predictions for you. And on that note, that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.